0: It's Cammie back with another episode of Double Teamed with my Nikki. How are you guys doing? Hopefully you all had a wonderful week, weekend, day. I hope it was wonderful. I hope you came at some point. That's what I wish for all of you. Well, they came to this podcast, so (laughs) let's give them what they want. So this past weekend, we all went to Vegas. And by all, I mean, was me, Cammie, my husband, and then he brought along one of his girls that he plays around with, one of his special friends, and we actually met up with two of our friends that we haven't seen in probably years. Last time we saw them, we weren't in an open relationship, so when they came this weekend to Vegas, we had told them, you know, hey, fun little update, we're in an open relationship, and this right here is actually Nate's special friend. So anyways, obviously, they had a lot of questions about it. And one of them being, you know, how do we get started with all of this? And I think it's probably one of the most common questions that we get when we tell people about it. So I figured, well, let's talk about it. Let's, let's have a discussion because if you have ever considered maybe entering an open relationship, maybe you want to know how to get started or if you have an interest in it how would you bring that discussion to your partner? So there's a lot to discuss here, so let's get right into it. But first, let's discuss the why. Yes. Why are you wanting to get into it? Because if this is something for a fantasy, for exploration, or you merely like sex with other people, and it's something fun for you, those are all great reasons to do it. Those are, yeah, those are reasons as to why. So maybe you just haven't had much of a chance to explore. So you have some fantasies, whether that be a threesome or foursomes or group play, things like that, things that are very common in a in the non-monogamy world. But you're with a partner who you love and you don't wanna have to give up that relationship to go explore or whatever your why may be. I think it's important to establish what that why is. Now, I will say, if the why is, because your relationship is struggling. You don't have good intimacy together and you think maybe the solution could be opening up a relationship. In my opinion, I don't think that's a good why. If it's, if the why is because you're trying to fix something or you're trying to make up for something in your current relationship, that is not a reason to go become open. I don't think that's a strong foundation for, for getting into an open relationship. And and I do think uh, in discussing this with some people, I've heard before where people are like, oh, you know, sometimes we do struggle with intimacy. Maybe we could give something like that a try. And and that's usually when I tell them, no, I think you need to be solid in your relationship before you dive into non-monogamy or, or, you know, exploration um, in that world. So Establishing your why is important, but if it's to fix something, we need to stop right there and fix that before you get into it because it's not going to fix anything. It's not. It's like having kids, you know, in a relationship. I think some people think that that might be a solution to bringing you guys closer or creating more of a bond together or adding some excitement or to get into an open relationship so two two very different subjects there but but again tactics that people may use to to quote unquote fix something for us the why was we spend a lot of time apart we both are very sexual people we want to have fun with it and if we go have our separate fun it's not going to ruin our marriage at the end of the day that's where we started off that was our why so figure out your why before you go to your partner Exactly. Think about why you, why you want to bring this to the table, why you think it could be a, a good idea for the two of you. If you feel solid in your why and you feel good about it, now let's talk about some of the things that I think are important to also discuss with yourself before you go discuss it with your partner. It can be a very intimidating thing to talk about with them. And I say this because actually in my open relationship, my husband had actually brought it up first. I don't know how he prepared for it necessarily, but if it were me, these are the things that I would have asked myself to prepare for this conversation. First and foremost, how secure are you in yourself? And I think this is a big one to ask yourself and to talk about yourself with because it kind of goes back to a little bit of what we said about, you know, if it's to fix something, if you're insecure or if you have insecurities that kind of overwhelm your personality, this isn't necessarily going to fix that. So if you're looking for external validation from other people in the form of sex, this isn't going to fix that. So if you're not securing yourself, but you think, oh, maybe having all this attention from other people will help me feel better about myself. No, I don't think so. Not necessarily. Now, if you are secure in yourself, if you do feel confident in who you are as a person and what you bring to the table then I think you're gonna you're gonna feel ready or more ready for it because you you have that confidence you have that self-love hopefully you have you know self-forgiveness so in yourself you're gonna feel established and confident in exploring sexual partners outside of your relationship without feeling as if it's going to affect your self-image and your insecurities yeah, I think love, confidence, and forgiveness are all going to be, I mean, those are the three key things you need to think about. Because let's say you and your partner open yourselves up to an open relationship, and then your first experience, you kind of feel guilty about it. Like there's, that's not going to, you know, be a good foundation for the start. If you, if you feel guilty, or if you, it's just, if it brings up those kinds of emotions, and no, of course, it's not, not the thing to pursue at the time. I think it could, Develop into that, but you need to think about okay, if you're gonna have guilt there, are you gonna be able to forgive yourself for it? Because some of those feelings you might not really know if they arise until it happens. And so, if it does, you know, you need to be able to be willing to forgive yourself for it and be like, okay, you know what? I did feel guilty after we tried this out, and that's okay because we talked about it, we discussed it, we gave it a try, and now I'm willing to forgive myself for that guilt that I'm feeling or you know in in the realm of self love you're not sitting there comparing yourself to the other person that you brought into the bedroom because you already love yourself you know that what you bring to the table and that person maybe they have a better body or they have a really adventurous personality whatever it is that they're bringing to the table it does not overshadow you because you know and what you have and you love yourself for it flaws and all because we're all flawed so I think those are really important things to, to establish within yourself before going into an open relationship. I mean, easier said than done, but don't be the jealous type. Think of this as like a potluck. Everybody brings something different to the table. Exactly. If we all brought guacamole to a potluck, I mean, would you honestly be excited about that? No. No. You want macaroni salad. You want a bomb pizza cake. What else do people like at potlucks? I, I really mean. like a, like a solid set of mashed potatoes. Oh Yeah. That it's different. Exactly. So, but, I mean, that's, that's the thing you have to think about, you know, especially if you're the jealous type and, you know, you're thinking about your partner with other people. Just remember, you are you and no one's going to take that away from you. So, you bring that bomb macaroni salad to that freaking potluck, you know, this other girl's going to bring, you know, her really good chips and salsa that homie, great, just... And the guy that brought the brownies, all the power to him because they were absolutely delicious. But do you see here, we all bring something different. So as long as you are, you know, secure in what you bring to the table, you're going to feel ready to go into this. Yeah. You're going to show up to that potluck absolutely, like, prepared, stoked, ready to go. Yeah. Ready <laughs> to just try everything out. Little Bites here and there, of just everything. After that what comes next? I would say, okay, you've established your why. You feel good about yourself and you're secure in that. Now, Kami touched on this a little bit. How are you going to feel seeing your partner with other people? You're not really going to know until you're in the moment, but I think it's important to sit there for a second and think about it because even if you are secure in yourself, seeing them with someone else may still make you feel uncomfortable or other emotions that you're not totally aware of. Or or maybe, maybe it does make you feel a little bit jealous or competitive. I'm competitive, but I'm still able, like when I see my husband with other girls, like even though I'm competitive, I, I don't really feel that competitiveness. Again, it goes back to I see what they bring to the table and I know what I bring to the table. But it can still bring about some emotions watching it happen, seeing it happen, in real time. Now, this, it could take a little bit of trial and error. That's why I said you might not really know how you feel until it happens, but it can evolve. It can grow. How does the thought of it make you feel? So if you're going to watch your partner with someone else, do you feel like it's going to ruin what you have together? So watching your, maybe your boyfriend fuck another girl, is, is that going to destroy sex for you? Or maybe it's really going to turn you on, which absolutely it could. For me, it does. Yeah. I get really turned on watching my husband with other people. And maybe, and a lot of, I think a lot of that has to do with a lot of sex can be very visual. If you're a visual person, it, think of it as like live porn. Yeah. So. so you're watching it happen and you're like, this is so hot. For some people, that's what it's gonna be. For other people, you're gonna be like, mm, maybe instead of doing stuff together, we should do stuff separate. So maybe watch porn and like think of like maybe it's like your dude or,
1: or your girl. girl.
0: Yep. On the other side of that screen with, you know, that stranger. So, I don't know. Take some time to uh, kind of prepare yourself emotionally. Yeah, imagine it. Yeah. Imagine it. Put yourself in, the, in your shoes there. Because, like I said, even though you may be really secure in yourself, the moment you see it happen, it just could be a flood of emotions that you weren't prepared for. So, I think to bring some emotional awareness to that situation kind of try to visualize it and prepare yourself for it a little bit so you it doesn't come as such a shock to you. Because I think for the first time, it, it can be shocking. My husband and I went to a sex party. I think that was the first time he had actually seen me have sex with someone else in front of him. And I do think it was a little bit of a shock to him at first, and then he, he kind of became more comfortable with it. And it was a lot of fun. We had a great night that night. We both watched each other with other people. And like I said, total blast. But I, I do remember kind of getting the feeling as if, like, that first initial time for him came as a little bit more of a shock. I don't know if he took the time to prepare himself emotionally a little bit for it, but... Well, and it might be easier for, you know, couples who, instead of trying things together, they try things apart. Right. It also depends, yeah, on how you started your open relationship. So if you're starting together... And on that end, yeah. you probably should consider taking the time to think you trust that person enough to know that nothing past your boundaries is going to happen when those two are together, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. Which I think, you know, kind of brings us to the next point. What would your boundaries be? If you're going to talk to your partner about entering an open relationship, maybe think about what your starting boundaries could be. These could change too. I think they can grow and evolve for us. They did. We started out separate and then we, went, we kind of went into it together. And then we went on the dating apps, which was a whole new realm for us. And so each each time we, we started something new, we, t- we kind of talked about those boundaries. There were moments where I think we could have done a better job of talking about the boundaries and maybe establishing them a little bit more. So my advice to you would be is to take that time and dedicate it to thinking about what your boundaries would be as you're entering this Boundaries look different for everyone. And I've I've noticed this in talking to other people that are lifestyle, that are in open relationships. Everyone has different boundaries. I've seen couples where, you know, they say, oh, we'll only do stuff together. And if we're talking to you, it's going to be in a group chat and everyone's involved in that conversation. So like that way, you know, the girl doesn't feel as if the guy and this other girl are having their own conversations and she's left out or vice versa. The girls are having this conversation and the guy's completely left out. That, that's a very common boundary for some people. And so if you feel like you would want to be included in every conversation with someone that you're going to play with together, that's totally understandable and very common. Or, you know, if you're playing apart, so you're, you're doing stuff not together, but, you know, apart with other people, say, okay, then my boundary would be that, you know, like it's physical and it doesn't turn into anything emotional or My boundary would be that, you know, it's not something that you do daily, but, you know, once a week or twice a week, whatever that looks like. Or maybe it's just one-night stands. (laughs) Exactly, which that could be a boundary as well. You meet someone at a club, one-night stand, that's it, you never talk to them again. Those boundaries are going to look different for everyone depending on what you're comfortable with. Realize, too, you know, you're preparing for this, which I think is awesome and I think you definitely should do. But if you're going to bring this conversation up to your partner, it might be completely out of left field for them. (laughs) You might be like, hey, I'm thinking about it. You know, I think we should start an open relationship. And they're going to be like, what? Excuse me? Maybe they were thinking you wanted a puppy. Uh, Yeah, but instead you're talking about fucking other people. So try to be a little bit sensitive to the fact that, you know, you're coming prepared to this and they may not be prepared. So be patient with them in that discussion. Because they, now they're going to need some time to think about. Yeah, not, maybe their list of boundaries is going to be, you know, a laundry list, which is fine. Yeah, whatever works for them. You have to be respectful of that. Yeah. But just be prepared for that. But now, now they're going to have to sit there and think about, am I secure? Okay, so like, you know, my partner just approached me about an open relationship. They're going to have to think about the why. Yeah, they're going to have to think about if they're secure in themselves. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to think about the thought of whether or not they can handle seeing you with someone else or knowing that you've been with someone else besides them and then they're gonna to have to think about their own boundaries and so that's that's how that conversation is going to evolve obviously one of you is going to have to start it but I think like attracts like you know right people who who like sex that much and who like that exploration are you know always going to be attracted to each other it's just a matter of establishing those you know that trust first and building up to them right for me my husband brought it up first And I remember, honestly, like when he did bring it up. So we had just moved to Los Angeles and we were apart because I was here in L.A. He was back at home, you know, where we were at the time. We were spending a lot of time apart. I remember thinking, I wish we could do something like this because I'm going nuts without sex. We had spent like almost a month apart at that point. That's a long time to go without sex, especially for someone like me who likes to have it almost daily. But I didn't know how to bring it up. I had been thinking about it. I knew, I could just sense that it was something that we were both interested in, but neither of us had taken that plunge yet to actually bring up the discussion. And so Was there, like, tension? Was there tension? I don't know. I mean, you know, like, just, you know, when you kind of feel that energy shift? Uh, Yeah, I would say there was, and that's where I'm saying I, I could kind of sense that we were both thinking about it, but we just hadn't discussed it yet. So finally one day, I'm sitting there on the phone with him, we're apart, and finally, in the conversation, we were having a really like deep discussion about you know the the whole move, how excited we were about you know we moving should to buy L.A. A new couch. I think we should fuck other people. No, no it didn't <laughs> go quite like that, <laughs> but essentially, at one point, he literally goes, "You know, I love you, but I want to have sex with other people." And when we're apart like this, it's hard for me to not have sex. And, you know, I for me, I just remember thinking, like, oh, my God, me too. It was a huge wave of relief to hear him say it, especially since I kind of felt as if we were both thinking about it. So for him to finally open that door, huge relief for me. I absolutely love that. And then we went on to have a great discussion about it. Uh, but I think we, we ended up having multiple discussions after because we did have to take the time to think about what each of us had said. So... I don't think he, you know, necessarily prepared like this. because I don't think guys put a lot of thought into preparations for a discussion. But for women, I would have. I would have sat there and been like, okay, this is what I'm going to tell him. I would have overthought it to shit. Exactly. <laughs> it would have become a whole problem for me. <laughs> like, I probably would have spent, like, weeks, like, preparing for the discussion. Like, like two months long, there's yeah, a PowerPoint. A dissertation at the end of it, you know. There a Q and A time frame, like a Pulitzer is around the corner. like exactly. So now, and as if you're a dude listening to this, you're like, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just gonna straight up be like, yo, what's up? But I think you should take the time to think about this. And if you're a girl, then yeah, you're probably absolutely thinking about how to go about this. And I think these are the important questions, not just the why, but also the how. How am I gonna bring this up? How do I feel about this? How secure am I in myself? what What are my boundaries all of this stuff I think you should establish so that you do feel prepared and maybe it feels a little bit less intimidating you walk into the discussion feeling confident about what you're bringing to the table just like you would be confident in in what you bring to the bedroom proper planning yeah so that you don't have piss poor performance say you're going to try a threesome for the first time you've discussed it at this point and You feel like, okay, I'm ready to bring a girl into the bedroom. And she's like, cool, me too. Or, you know, she recommends that and you're like, cool, awesome. Also feel ready for this. Still have that discussion about your boundaries because in the middle of it is not the time to establish what your boundaries are. As your dude or your girl is, you know, playing with someone else right in front of you, now is not, that is not the moment. You can't touch her feet. (laughs) Exactly. my feet only <laughs> oh my God. okay so uh, let's reel it back in here let's be let's be serious for a moment of which we've been serious up until this point so you know what no it, it's fine to, to break it up a little bit but yes <laughs> I think establishing your boundaries is, is probably one of the biggest things to to think about before going into it before getting started and like I said it may evolve and those change and grow as you will change and grow through, you know, exploring this with your partner. But always hold true to your why. Yeah, remember why you started all of this. And that's, you know, that's one of the things about, you know, entering non-monogamy is it is a lot of fun, but I'm not going to lie. There are moments where I'm like, it, it can get emotionally exhausting. It can be a little bit draining, especially if you're looking for certain things or, you know, maybe you're just not having much luck in certain departments when as you're going through this or maybe, you know, you tried it for the first time and you had a bad experience and you're like, ah, I don't know if I want to try this again. Think about your why. Kind of go back to that and think, OK, am I am I ready to give this another try? Because I still want to find fun explorative things or because I still want to fulfill this fantasy it's not a structured thing it's definitely something to just explore have an open mind with and it's uh, very fluid now obviously your boundaries are going to have a structure to them but you know the situations as they arise as a whole it's all going to be very fluid in my opinion like for us you know we started out just doing stuff separate. Now we've evolved into doing more stuff together. And now we've evolved or are evolving into possibly, you know, doing stuff that's more on the polyamorous side instead of just the sexual stuff. So as that's been evolving, we continue to remember the why. And we continue to have the discussion about our boundaries. The rest of the stuff we've established, you know, how we're secure in ourselves. We have experience seeing each other in these situations. and, And that's kind of what helps us evolve and grow through it together i hope uh you got something out of this and and maybe got gears turning and if you've ever considered having that discussion with your partner like i said these are all good things to think about do you need us to bring up the subject for you we'll do that too send them this podcast it's a service subliminal messaging (laughs) (laughs) think about it you could be like do they want to be in an open relationship do i want to be in an open relationship what does guacamole have to do with it Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We certainly look forward to coming back. I want to talk about kinks. I want to talk about sex parties. We'll talk about that. Yeah. My submissive self is ready to discuss all these fun things. And if anyone's, you know, curious about how the trip went with my husband and his girlfriend. She was super chill, by the way. Yeah. We had a great time with her. We went to the clubs. I did see her boobs numerous times. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't mean for that to happen, but she sleeps naked, and we all shared a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it was Cammie and I in one bed, uh, which, you know, we're used to sharing beds all the time. We've, you know, grown up together, and then it was my husband and um, his special friend in the other bed, and yeah, it was totally chill. I, like, yeah, I think. It yeah. felt very natural, in my opinion. Yeah, she was super nice. I and really this was the her. first time that we had actually, like, gone on a trip with someone that we've played with. Or, well, he's played with her. I am. And everyone's with her. probably <laughs> asking why I was there <laughs> not in my own room. But, like, well, but it, because, I mean, we always share a room. Yeah, you and I always do. That's well, because we share clothes. We share. Yeah. I mean, we're always together. Oh, actually, fun story. I'll tell y'all this. <laughs> because I, this, I mean, similar things have happened before, but not necessarily to this level. But I thought it was super fun. Cami and I are at this pool club, and I met this guy there. He was just at a table we were talking to some of the guys there and he uh, looks at me and he goes, he, he goes, do you gamble? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, what do you play? At? Blackjack. And he was like, I was about to go play blackjack. Do you want to come with me? And I thought, sure, why not? So I told this guy, I was like, I didn't bring any money to gamble with. He was like, it's cool. I got you. I'm like, okay, cool. So we go to the blackjack table. We sit down $100 minimum at this blackjack table. That means like your starting bet has to be $100 for anyone who doesn't gamble. He hands me 500 and then he has his own money to play with and he goes you keep your wins i'll cover your losses and i was like okay cool that sounds dope i literally don't have to do anything besides play with someone else's money right now and he was a really cool guy like the table it was just me him and then another guy playing and i think the energy was good the the dealers were good you know anyways so i'm playing I don't remember exactly. You know, I hit blackjack like four times. I was super excited about that. I at one point I took it up to about fifteen hundred dollars, and then it came. It, I brought it back down to around a thousand. I took the thousand dollars. I gave him back the original five hundred that he gave me to play with, and I walked away with five hundred bucks. And, yeah, we all had fun. Then we went out to dinner that night. I used my winnings to pay for dinner. We went out to another club. What a dynamic. Everyone had a phenomenal time. And then the next day we flew back home in our airplane, the four of us. That's part of the why for us is just wanting to have people to come along with us on our trips and, and have fun. And, you know, I thought she was a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely. Added well, seeing that, that's, yeah. Exactly. It was really fun, like, meeting someone new and... You know like a new friend and yeah exactly so that that's part of our why that that could be a why for you too why you want to bring you know someone into a relationship new travel partner someone that brings new energy yeah it's fun to meet new people she's a virgo um and i think you know i always get along with virgos yeah all my best friends are virgos and so getting along with her was super easy yeah so phenomenal time well guys We'll see you next time. Like I said, we'll talk about maybe the Dom sub world, some sex party stuff. There's still a lot to unpack here. Still so much I want to discuss. I still have to unpack from that Vegas trip, so let's get to it. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I still have to unpack too. I need to do some laundry. So have a good day, everybody. We'll see you next time on Double Teamed. Use condoms. Be safe. We'll see ya.